All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. Well, let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an unfair resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. What's up, party people? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, party people. Welcome to, to another exciting, exciting, informative, excellent, entertaining episode of the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. I am your man, 50 Grand Flex Hitless. And with my co-host, with much respect, live and direct, Alex Marchetti. What's up, guys? <laughs> I think I found one for you. With my co-host, with much respect, live and direct, Alex Marchetti. I think I think I found it for you, no? Yep. That probably might be, I think I'm gonna have to keep rolling with that one with my co-host. Much respect, live and direct. Does it sound good or no? Is it too cheesy and corny? It's fine. I'm okay with it. You sure? Yes. Okay. You have no choice. But so if whatever I say goes. Hey, it's finals week. Duh. <laughs> it's fi- well, for uh, for most of them. Mo- most m- a good majority of every fantasy uh football uh, you know, league, it is a finals week, right? Because yes. um there are some weeks that have this week and the next week combined, like some or four team playoffs that this is their semifinals and then next week is their finals, which I don't like. Do you like that? Um, I I, I can't say I don't like because I never tried it. So like, I yeah, I, I don't even so. I don't even. But it's one of those things. Just because you never tried it, it doesn't mean it's one of those things that I wouldn't want to try. I well, never the, tried. I never tried like you know, uh, being locked inside a coffin. I'm sure I wouldn't like that. You know. Um, maybe one reason why not to like it is because of week 17. So if you have like a top dog player that has like, you know, plays in a team that has the best record, most of the time they rest those players. So you end up like have to drop some of these players to pick up people and scramble from the waiver wire in order to play your final, which, you know, that, that might be the reason why. A lot of people don't like it. Which thank it's God as popular. Which which thank God they had the better fantasy bureau to help them through those waiver wire pickups. Boom. Boom. Exactly. Uh so yeah, party people as you know, this is the championship week, so a lot to discuss this week and to get going through it today. Um once again, as always, follow us on our Instagram at BFB Podcast. Follow us on our Twitter at Podcast BFB. I know you know what's you know what's funny just to get into that? So when I when we first started this, Charlie and I, right? Yeah. And then when I was making the Instagram accounts, I made one called Better Fantasy Bureau. Now, if anybody that knows anything that or works with Instagram or whatever the case may be is listening. So I made the Instagram Better Fantasy Bureau. Mm-hmm. And it tells me um, that somebody already has that name. Okay, so whatever. I put, I put in, like, forgot my email. Like, try to, like, get the password because we, we under my email, something like that. Yeah. But nothing that doesn't exist. When I look it up, it didn't exist. So then when I would put like, um, you know, like, or type in your email, and I would type in the email, and it says that email doesn't exist. That's weird. You, you, it's like weird. Like, it says that this is this does exist, but it doesn't. And then it says my email doesn't exist, but it does. Like, there's no, like, it, it was just extremely weird. It was, get, like, giving me every single roadblock possible to get the name Better Fantasy. It got Bureau. lost in the Matrix. Yeah, something like that. It got it was a glitch. There was a glitch. What, whatever it was, it was a headache as well. It was oh, upsetting me. Because, you know, when I was starting the show, there was so many things I wanted to do, and I put so much time into starting it. You know, my wife felt neglected. But it was just so <laughs> much – there was so much going on that uh, that that this little, like, tiny roadblock was just annoying me. So that's why it ended up being BFB Podcast. And then uh, on Instagram, you know, it was Podcast BFB. And then Charlie made that. And I know it's a little confusing, but that's where it's at. There, there it is. There it is. Anyway, so yeah, as always, on Instagram at BFB Podcast, and then on Twitter at Podcast BFB. And then once again, Bureau Party People asking you, please take a few seconds, take out your phone, go on your laptop, whatever it is, and just write us a quick review. Write it on Spotify, write it on iTunes, on Google Play, iHeartRadio, anywhere that you could possibly, are you listening to your podcast, you could possibly do it. And shout out to Gotham Podcast Studios, as always, 
for setting it up and giving us this platform and giving us the you know to spread our message and to spread our podcast and to you know make us as big as we can be and uh, once again if you ever want to start a podcast on your own please always come to Gotham Podcast Studios and tell them that Flex from the Better Fantasy Bureau sent you uh, you know, obviously the quality of this sounds great. Obviously. Sounds awesome, fantastic. So yeah, so um, just please write us a quick review. Just just take a few minutes out of your, you know a few seconds. Just write us a quick review. Whether you like us, you don't like us, I don't care. Just write the review nonetheless, and that will really, really make me really happy, and uh, it really help us grow bigger as a podcast, as a team bureau. And we have so much things planned, and you know it's only gonna keep happening as we keep growing. It's only the beginning. Absolutely, my brother. So, uh, moving on. So, talking about things. So, now that it is championship week, Marchetti, you made a championship in one of your three leagues, have you not? Yes, on my 12-team standard. Which is what a team you have there. Uh, Granted, it's standard, but, I mean, PPR would be, like, unfair. (laughs) Well, you know, I drafted some good players there. So, you know, I have McCaffrey, Kamara. But those you made through trades. No, McCaffrey and Kamara, I drafted. First it's two standard. Rounds. Oh, yeah, so I, yeah. I got them the first two rounds. Okay. And then my third round pick was Tyreek Hill. Well, I can see that. McCaffrey went more, more, more or less about six. Because I, I, in another league, got – I mean, sorry, Kamara went about sixth overall for the most part. The more standard. Roughly this, yeah, no, in, in general. In general. He went yeah, sixth st- overall. And uh, in standard uh, – well, Probably went I, a little lower. I, no, I think I got him like eighth. Yeah, so a little lower. All right, yeah, so lower, yeah. And then I remember in another league, in the BFB league, which I am currently now um, – in the finals for that league, so it's uh, it's I, I took DeAndre Hopkins seventh overall, and then on the wraparound I got McCaffrey. Yeah, it worked so, out. This one, you know, this I can see that. Great right now. <laughs> a shout out to everybody that was part of the BFB league, as you were, Marchetti, and yes. shout out right now to my uh, the person I'm facing, Ryan. Our pad who texted me already, you know, welcome to the Thunderdome. <laughs> yes, he texted me. He's already pad. starting to banter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good with that. He's good with that. He, he, he. It's funny. So he won. I have a, another league called Sunday Funday F Mondays that I run with Kento. Yeah, and he won that league last year, so he has a trophy at home. So now his uh, his lady lives with. She's in the finals. So she might, oh, really? and she's favored to win right now. So she might win that trophy and keep that trophy in the same home. That'd be hilarious. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I wonder if she would like, like you know, be like flamboyant, like and uh, you know, just show off every time. Like, hey, honey, I'm cooking. She has a trophy right there. Oh, uh, I guess like rub it in his face. Yeah, just rub it in his face like all year round. That'd but it's be funny hilarious. because because when 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 he won, she was like, "Where am I going to put my trophy?" And then he was like, "What do you mean your? We, I won it." It's like, "Yeah, our trophy, right, right, Ryan?" He's like, "No, I won the trophy. It's my trophy." <laughs> and she's like, "Yeah, but it's in our home and we're together, so it's our trophy." No, I won this because it's funny because it, they I want to I want to do an episode too like this in the future and I, they're they're willing to be guests on the show and I, I mean hopefully and then we'll get them on the show because they're. Couples, I want to get talk about couples that play fantasy football together, and then couples that play fantasy football against each other, like they do, because they have like some funny rivalry stories about like, like no, no, don't pick this guy up, and then the other person will pick it up, you know. Uh, but it's funny like that, yeah. So it's it's really is really funny how they go against each other like that. But uh, so it's, and and in that league, shout out also to to Lisa who's actually playing against Crystal. So I have two females in my league. And they're both in the finals. It's an all female finals in the Sunday Funday F Money League. That's pretty oh, that's cool. cool. That's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. So you know, shout out to both and, and Lisa. So it was funny. So Crystal, usually for a long time, like it, you know, she her first time playing fantasy football was in our league, and of course, like anybody else, you're learning how to play. Yeah. So now this, but she killed her first four rounds. Her first four rounds, she killed. She drafted Saquon Barkley. Yeah. Who she wanted Zeke instead. Oh, not only they both girls, they're also both Cowboys fans. Oh Lisa, and Lisa and Crystal, both Cowboys fans. So that's why when Lisa took Zeke, uh, like fifth or fifth or fourth or whatever she had, I forgot what, what pick she had, and Crystal was upset because she wanted Zeke, so she ended up taking Saquon. But so now they're both going against each other in the finals. So uh, and she took Saquon, then Keenan Allen, then Zach Ertz, then Juju Smith-Schuster. That's a solid force first four picks. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so you know, shout out to her. But the thing is, in the semifinals last week, we had uh, out of the four people in the semifinals last week, three of them yeah already won the league before. Kevin, uh, Ryan, and Lisa. Lisa actually beat me in in the in the finals one year. So it was uh so we were like oh man we could actually have a a, a repeater offender coming into our league winning the championship again. But Crystal, who was you know. Was was always on the learning curve. Now ended up in first place. Now is in the final. So you know we could have a new person winning this year. Are, are you rooting for her? 
Crystal? I'm not saying uh, I'm, I'm not. You know, I, I love them both, yeah. so I'm not going to go say. I mean, but they're both Cowboys fans. So I can love them so much. <laughs> yeah, I can only love them so, so much. much. Both of them, but but I'll tell you this much though. I at least uh, it would be nice to see a new person, especially Crystal. How she's like, you know, like learning every year for this year to have such a dominant team, kill the first four rounds, and then you know, be in first place and win a championship. I think it's a pretty good story. I think it'd be pretty cool to see. And plus, it's always good to have a new person win it. So, you know, I guess you want to. I'm not. I'm not gonna go as far as say rooting for, but. I guess would rather want to see win. Yeah. But I would still be, you know, like, you know, hey, Lisa, you won it twice. Good for you. You know what I mean? That'd yeah, that's great. good. Um, but, yeah, all-female finals. and Show, uh, Shows her uh, fantasy skills being in the finals as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. No, no, she's doing good, you know. Has nothing to do also with her uh, fiancé, who's also a big football guy. Nothing uh, at all. No, nothing? Nah, I, I, I know they, 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 they help each other out, but she makes the picks. She's going for third place in the BFB as well, right? Yeah, she's going for third place against John Riley, who third. I just defeated last week. And then now I'm going for the finals with um, Ryan. So, Marchetti, if I could take a minute, please. Go ahead. If I could just take one second. Do it. I have a sad thing to talk about again. Oh, man. I had a great team in a 14-team league. My team, I'll read it down to you who it was. Go ahead. Andrew Luck. Ooh. Saquon Barkley. Oh. Okay, that's a little creepy. Stop that. <laughs> Sounds like you're just enjoying the names I'm calling out. <laughs> Pause for a second. Okay. Andrew Luck, Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones, T.Y. Hilton, Adam Thielen, who is, Thielen my, who is my keeper, Evan Ingram, Tariq Cohen, and then I play the Giants defense this week. But what a good team. That's a 14-team league. Adam Thielen, I, sh- I every week in and out, getting me twenty points, eighteen points, thirty points, almost forty points, like just week in, week out. Gives me three this week. Saquon Barkley once again, never once this entire year, never gets double digit points. I mean, never gets single digit points. Excuse me, never gets single digit points this week. Only 9.1. Andrew nice. Luck did not throw a touchdown. Aaron Jones got hurt early in the game. It's, it was Murphy's Law. Everything that could have gone wrong went wrong. And my beautiful team that I have there only scored 72 points. And my opponent, who also has a good team, only scored 92. 92. That's it. That's all he had. That's a real easy, that's a real easy win for me. That's a real easy beat, especially with a team that's that stacked in a 14-team league. Could not get more than 92 points. And it was heartbreaking. It was sad. I had text messages from all around. People telling me, Flex, what a tough way to end a good season. That's not the way to go. It shouldn't have been like that. You didn't deserve that. And I really didn't. But here we are. I'm playing for third place. Man, I, I got a feel for you, bro. Yeah. Do you need a hug? I'll give you a hug right now. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. You sure? No, no. After the way you're just reacting to those names, I don't know if I want you to be with any kind of proximity (laughs) near me. I think the table is enough, close enough as it is. (laughs) This this, this podcast states you must stand at least 50 meters away from Flex Hitless. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We have witnesses in the room. Uh, shout out to Matt. Uh, anyways, but yeah, but no, but that 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 did suck. Uh, that my team, my team was really good. Whatever. Playing for third place now. And even, um, Dave, the director, shout out to him who defeated me. He even said, he was like, yeah, nah, nah. You, you, you shouldn't have gone out like that. That was a tough way to lose. You know what I mean? So yeah. It is That's what it tough. is. But uh, the funny thing, uh, my matchup, right, going back to the, my uh, matchup with uh, Card Sharks, we both traded earlier this season. Well, not late to, later in the season. With each like, other? Yeah. Okay. So I traded him James Conner for Odell Beckham. And, and they were both out. They were both out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, unfortunately, he lost uh, Keenan Allen, so it worked for me, you know. Oh, yeah. But, I, you know, I did play the Falcons defense, and that put me over the top. You did play. And after I said the Falcons defense was a bad play, too. Yeah. And then you ended up did doing that. That was, like, obviously the smart thing to do. And it, was, it, it was crazy. So, like, in Crystal, she made the finals, and she had – she lost Keenan Allen, so that was a bad start for yeah. her. But then in the finals – I, I forgot what it was. It was like, it, I'll look it up later, but I know she had like, it was like he had Michael Thomas and she had Cam Newton. And Cam Newton didn't bad. Michael Thomas didn't all do all that great. Yeah. But it was, whatever happened, it was like, it looked more favorable from him to win and it ended up being, she still ended up winning. Yeah. It was kind of crazy about that. No, but that's, 
pretty much uh, tells you about this past week. It just, you know, players that have been consistent all through the throughout the season just, you know, didn't perform or got injured, you know. I was I was hoping, I was really hoping to try to find um that uh from the, the clip and I didn't I didn't get to set it up. I wanted to set it up from last week. I wanted to set up the clip where I said last week, and maybe I'll find it for this Friday. And I, and I'll have it set up. But I said last week, I'm like, this is going to be a crazy week. There's a lot of crazy matchups this week, and this is going to be kind of a crazy week where a lot of anything goes and a lot of unknowns are going to happen. I didn't say those words exactly, yeah. but I said something around those week that I thought like, yo, a, a lot could happen this weekend because it's just it's just the matchups wise. It was just a lot of crazy matchups. So and look what ended up happening. Like teams like mine, like Adam Thielen giving you three points, you know. And Saquon giving you a nine. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Tennessee defense is really good, but did you think they were going to be that good to stop Saquon Barkley? No, not not with the year he's been having. You know, like no. next year, like you know, now if it was like next year and he just started doing bad, he had a sophomore slump, whatever it is. But this year, he's just been nothing. The, the Giants later next. So that's it. It is what it is. Uh, yeah. So anyway, so they're moving on. So then, one thing I do want to talk about, uh, football wise, also to keep on talking about this is. If your fantasy football season is over, first of all, if you made it to the playoffs, if you made it to the finals, congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and if you are. In the money. In the money. Yeah, you're, you're in the, the money. money. You're in the money at this point, you know, or you're, you're playing for it. Or if uh, you're in the money at this point, or if you're playing to get third place money. Um, just real quick. Uh, when you get into the money, right, do you try to split pot with your opponent or do you just let it play out, whatever the price uh are set up I at. rather I I rather just play it out, okay. Just because like like that or you know depend it depends on the situation for the most part. Like depends who I'm playing. Yeah, I rather play it out, uh, especially this year. Like right now, I rather just play it out against Ryan because I I have the honeymoon coming up. I need the money, yeah. so I rather just play it out and go for it. If I don't get it, then whatever. I rather take my chances. But I've done before, like. Because sometimes you'll do like some people like to do that. They just do a fifty-fifty split, and whoever wins wins. Or whoever's like the heavy favorite, they'll do like a sixty-forty or something. Uh, I would do. I, I sometimes like to do like the sixty-forty or seventy-five, twenty-five, or whatever, depending on what. Like let's uh, so let's the say scale, let, the, let's say it's like uh, the scale of the first and second place. Yeah, scale. let's say it's like two thousand dollars, and yeah. then first place gets fifteen hundred, second place gets five hundred. Let's just say something like no, no let's let's make it an even thousand. Yeah. And then uh, second place gets, you know, 200 and first place gets 800, yeah. right? Make it like that. I'd rather do it that first place will get uh, whoever wins the game gets 700 and whoever loses the game gets 300, like maybe like split it a little more like that maybe. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I'd rather just play for it and go. You know what I mean? That's what you've been doing all year long, you know? Yeah. It's great you should have a trophy to it. And by the way, you got to – when I get it, I'll, sp- I'll speak about where I got it from. I'm not going to say it yet. I'll tell you where I got our trophy from for the BFB League. And I'll put it on our Instagram. It's a fantastic trophy. Probably the best trophy I've ever seen when it comes to fantasy football. Besides uh, the one I made, of course, because I handmade my other trophy. I can't wait to see it. I, maybe, you know, you're lucky this week. Hopefully, yes. I'm <laughs> I'm hoping to be the – it'd be great for the that'd host. That would be hilarious. That'd be great want. for the host of the show to win the BFB League. Yeah. That would be great. Hopefully. But, yeah, listen, Ryan has a really good team, though. You know, he's got Juju. He's got Julio. Derrick Henry has been doing great as lately, you know. <laughs> he's He might be the league winner, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's yeah. been hot. Yeah, he's been hot. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but I just burped on the air. Excuse me. So anyways, but if you are out of the playoffs and your season is over, you could potentially still continue to play in the postseason fantasy football. Yep. So do you partake in this or no? I have. Um Last time I partook on this was maybe two two seasons ago. How'd you do? Um, I'm not that bad. You know. Okay. Well, the, the, before before we get into that, let me just like further explain. If you guys don't know about how this works, the way it basically works for the most part. Now, there's different ways to do it. Yeah, there's different ways to play around it. But the most common way to play this is that you pick one team, and anybody could pick the same players. And it goes by the amount of points that you scored from we, from the first round, from the wild card to the playoffs, all the way to the Super Bowl. But uh, just specify one team, your team, your team. Yeah, just in case. No, uh, no, yeah. So you you just you just your pick, team. You pick the players. Uh, you know, you pick your quarterback, your you, wide receiver, your running back, two wide receivers, yeah. two quarter, one quarterback, two wide receivers, two running backs, a tight end, a kicker, and a defense. Yeah. Or it could be a. a you know, on a flex or whatever, however your league or whatever that you're set in up. wants to set it up. Exactly. So you pick one team and then that's the team you that's it. That's the team you have. So for example, if you picked Antonio Brown and James Conner, 
I could pick them too. You could you could pick them also. Yeah, if yeah. You, we're in the same league, you could pick them up as well. But if we so if we both picked Antonio Brown and James Conner, and the Steelers lose, then we don't have them for the rest of the season, and that's points we don't accumulate for the next yeah. round. So if we have so like let let's say we have um you know an all Vikings team. Let's say we go with Dalvin Cook, Latavius Murray, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs, Kyle Rudolph, but our quarterback happens to be uh you know Tom Brady. Tom Brady. If the Vikings lose, we lose all those five players, and then we only have Tom Brady getting us the points yeah. for the rest of the way as long as he they're still alive. And then if he loses, then your team gets no more points. And at the end of the Super Bowl, whichever team has the most points accumulated throughout those weeks wins. Wins, wins out. Yeah. So then that's basically how it works for postseason fantasy football sports. And we want to talk a little bit about that to see if that's something you're interested in doing and uh, you know, give you some helpful tips on who to pick. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to talk about that for a little bit. So right now, as the playoff picture looks for the moment, the way it looks for the moment so far is that, and this is something that you mentioned well as well, Marquette, that you should take account to, is the bye weeks. Because the four teams that would have a bye week in the first round would be, or not, well, not the first round, essentially, but, you know, the, at least the wild card games would go first, and the bye weeks would be the the Chiefs, the Texans, the Saints, and the Rams. Yeah. Which, of course, if you would think, like, one of the first picks you would want to make is Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. But, of course, as you you know, as you know, that gives you a buy right there. It gives you a buy, so you lose a game, actually. So, if for some reason the first game that Mahomes plays in the playoffs, right, they, they get eliminated, there you go. You lost your quarterback and he only played one game. I recommend you could still take Pat Mahomes, right? You can still take Pat Mahomes if you believe they're going to go to the Super Bowl, or at least the AFC. So I think I, two I, games. I think they're going to. I would say they would at least go to the Super Bowl. And the uh, the amount of points that he accumulates will equate right. to a regular quarterback. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but I think he's going to go to to the Super Bowl. All right. But I would just suggest stacking up in the like take Pat Mahomes and then stack up everybody else in the wild card. Like not every second, but like take Pat Mahomes and like an Adam Thielen. And you know, uh, you know, a Zeke Elliott. Yeah, Zeke. Right now, if Zeke Elliott goes against the Saint, the Seahawks. Which don't get me wrong, the defense is good, but they have been shown that they could get run on. They could get run on. So yeah. Zeke Elliott's, in the, you know, like that's a great first matchup right there. I see a lot of points for Zeke in that game. A lot of points. He had a lot of points too. I think when he faced him the first week as well. When he faced him the first time. Wait, did he face him? No, I'm thinking about Lions. Sorry, think about the Lions. Right. Uh, they're gonna be yeah, wrong colors. Um. But yeah, so like that that's another like like really good one I see going forward is like Zeke Elliott definitely is a weapon pickup. And I, I, won't, I won't pick the Cowboys. Sorry. Maybe I'm be, I'm being a little biased. You drafted him. Yeah, but in the playoffs? If it's just for, like I said this before, when it comes to football, like when it comes to real life football, like my love my fill up fantasy football goes out the window. Like when I'm watching a Giants game, my love for fantasy football goes out the window. You know what I mean? But when I'm when it comes to fantasy football, my biasness or whatever you want to call it, you know, or my favoritism also goes out the window. You know, I can't, uh, yeah, you know, I can't keep to that. Yeah, I I prefer to pick up uh, Chris Carson over uh, Ezekiel Elliott. All right, Ezekiel Elliott is a great running back, right? Top two or even the best running back. You know, you could argue that. But I feel if you have the Seahawks in the playoffs, I trust Russell Wilson. Therefore, I see them going further along in the gotcha. playoffs. That that's the reason why I'll pick Chris Carson. So you at least he would give me two games, at least maybe three. Got you. Okay. All right. But I but I understand that point. I mean, I still think the Cowboys could win that game. I think so. I guess the Seahawks. Cowboys. Remember, this is just right now. It could change all next week, and the next week we could start giving you different. You know. Uh, yeah, we're advice. just looking at the playoff picture as at this time, at right. this moment, right? Because because uh, you know. The the Eagles and for some reason the Redskins are still in the hunt, along with the uh, Carolinas also still in the hunt for the NFC, and the AFC who's still alive and in the hunt is the Colts, the Titans, the Dolphins, and the Browns. The Browns, good for the Browns, good for them, yeah. man. They, they have like one percent chance. Like they, I think there's one I, I ma- there's one matchup that they need a tie, so that's not gonna happen. Oh yeah, because they have the one tie. Yeah. Yeah, but still, I mean, nonetheless, they're still alive in the hunt, and that that's good for them to see them there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so like, like I said, uh, and uh, you know, but Adam Thielen, I think, is a definite one. Um. Some players that I wouldn't pick up that I would stay away from team wise too definitely is the Ravens. I wouldn't pick up anybody from the Ravens. I would stay away from. And right now, it looks like they're playing the Patriots in the first in the first round in their, their wild card game. 
I don't see them winning that game, even though the Patriots haven't been great lately. That's, this is the first time they lost two games in December since, I think, like 2002 or something like that, or two, something like that. Like some, you, I really think it's like 2002 is like the first time they lost like two games in December, the Patriots. The Patriots? Yeah, some some crazy years like that. I heard it on the radio the other day. But I wouldn't pick anybody from the Ravens. I would stay away from anybody from the Ravens. Now, looking at it right now, who do you think is going to go to the Super Bowl? Chargers. And? Um, Seahawks, maybe. Seahawks going to the Super Bowl? But, oh, well, Seahawks, Bears. What's great about this season? Wait, you really think the Seahawks are going to go to the Super Bowl? They have a chance. Of course they have a chance. They're in the playoffs, but you think they're going to really go to the You really think that? Seahawks You or trust Bears. Russell Wilson Se- way too much, Seahawks I think, Seahawks or Bears. That's it. You trust Russell Wilson way too much. So who do you have? I would love, love, and I think this could really happen. I would love to see Chargers and Saints, especially because of the whole uh, Drew Brees, Philip River things, even though they both love each other. But because of the whole, you know, like, Brees was the traded Saints, to the Saints yeah. because he was on the Chargers, I would love to see that. Like, you would hear just nothing but talk all about all that for a while. And, I, and yeah, I think Philip Rivers deserves a championship, too. Like, you know, I, I, I'm a big Drew Brees fan. You know, Drew Brees. Yeah, Drew Brees is awesome. And the Jose def- gets that the joke. Defense is Jose. playing really good. Yeah, the defense has stepped it up, and which you know, last year, which I said beginning of the preseason, is that they stepped it up. The defense has been really good, and that's why I had them as like a good uh, defense to draft because they were going, you know, they they cost so little. They were costing you like a, like eleventh round pick, you know what I mean, twelfth round pick. The Saints defense, and they were gonna, and they're playing now how I expected them to play when I first drafted them in the league. You know, I don't draft defense. <laughs> yeah, no, I do. No, I end up streaming. Some defenses just get, like, look, if you drafted the Bears, you don't have to stream for nothing. Well, yeah, the Bears. Some defenses do that. Yeah, if I knew Khalil Mack was going to be playing for the Bears, then but, yeah, I would have Well, you did know this, he was going to be playing for the Bears. They drafted, they, they, they traded him before the, oh, the yeah, drafts. They did, they did. Yeah, you did right. know this. But yeah. still, what I'm saying is that uh, now a lot of people also talk about in fantasy football, I guess, to break off a little bit, they talk about getting rid of kickers and sometimes even defenses. Uh, more kickers than defense. Why? It's a crapshoot with the kickers. It is. But, but, but well, why would you want to do like, that? All right. You 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 would think there will be a kicker. You look at numbers like how they've been, you know, they've been hot, and then you play them, and they only score you four points. You know, it just happens. No, of course it just happens, and, but and, it happens with any other position on the field too. And now they're missing more fields more than ever. Even extra points they'd be missing. So, but this, see this this is this is the thing. This is the thing. It's part of the game. How many times do you go into your week? You're, you're traditionalist, so you know. But you how many right, times do you go way. into your week, being like, "Oh man, I'm up six points, and he has his kicker," and you're nervous about it? Yeah, I get, I get nervous. About and it, that's yeah. part of the game. Like, yeah. but if his, but if his kicker, if his kicker ends up having to be, you know, like, uh, if you're up, let's say you're up seven points, right? Seven points, and his kicker is Matt Prater. Are you more nervous that his kicker is Matt Prater, or are you more nervous that his kicker, the kicker is Greg Zerline? You would think Greg Zerline. Greg the Leg. Yeah. Greg the Leg's been average for the games he's played this year. For the games he's played, yeah, he's averaging like almost eleven points per game. And there, there are some flex players that don't even average you eleven points per game that right. you play in your lineup every week, and they don't even give you eleven points per game. You know what I mean? That's more like Frank Gore. Yeah, that's that that's a, that's a legit player. You know what I mean? Look, look. Like last week, another thing I wanted to say. Last week, I dropped Matt Prater, right? Okay. And I wanted to pick up what's what's his name, Fairbairn, Fairbairn, the Fairbairn, Fairbairn, yeah, the kicker for the Texans, right? Yeah. I wanted Kai Fairbairn. I wanted to pick him up. I saw he was on the waiver wire, right? I wanted to pick him up, but somebody else took him. But I didn't want to spend the waiver wire pick on him because I needed more of a defense to stream. I needed a better defense, so I spent my waiver wire pick on the Giants defense. I thought it was a good pick against the Texans. I mean Titans. I thought it was, especially we've been playing. You should have listened to my advice. Okay, and but picked I, up I would have still lost. I would have still lost, so it's fine. The point is the point is this, is that um I wanted Fairbear to play on my team and he had eighteen points. Yeah, he rocked. So you see what I'm saying? Like it's it's like you go you definitely go on a trend, like like you know, like like on which kicker is doing well or which team and it's even like a strategy, like which team gets the offense just there. Because one thing I told you about Marvin Bagley, right? Not, I don't, wait, not Bagley. That's a basketball player. Uh, the kicker from Bagley. the Chargers. Bagley, yeah. I yeah. said Marvin Bagley. That, that's the Saints rookie. I mean, Saints uh, Kings rookie. The Kings rookie. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, all these sports. But anyways, uh, <laughs> and I told you one thing about him that I didn't like too much. I ended up playing him last week against the Chiefs. 
because I thought he was going to be a good play. But I said, like, look, I just think that the, in this game that the Chargers or whatever, like let's say they're in that game, they're going to score a lot of touchdowns. If they if all their points come off touchdowns, then the kicker's only getting one point. Yeah. So it's not a good play that week. You know what I mean? But if it's a pretty strong defense and a pretty strong offense, you're figuring that they're going to get the ball close enough in field goal range that maybe he's going to kick in a couple of field goals. Yeah. So then that kicker will be a good play. And Greg Zerline, like I said, is legit like a flex player. With the, the numbers he puts up as a kicker is legit a flex player. Yeah. So it's it, you know he, he puts up like you know like all these numbers like sometimes like even like like an RB two he puts like fifteen seventeen points a game as a kicker so I don't know why you want to take it out it's literally part of the game I guess you know you're going into the week oh man I'm up eight points and he's got Fairbear going oh he's got Myers from the Jets who's also been doing pretty well like yeah. oh man like I'm a little nervous it's gonna be close do, do you know who's the number one kicker right now uh right now right now is Greg Zerline. Kaimi Fairbear. Fairbear. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, but he's played more games than Zerline. Zerline's missed a couple of games. It's going to add into Oh, that's it. true. Yeah, he's missed like six games. And look, he's such a good kicker that he's missed like, like, like four or five games, and I didn't drop him. I kept a bench spot. People thought I was crazy for keeping a bench spot for a kicker. No, you're crazy. You're crazy, man. Yeah, but man. I'm in the finals. You know what I mean? Yeah, but and, and look, look, look at this. Look it worked this. out for you, but, but look I, won't, how, but I won't bench. I won't have a kicker in my bench. But no but way. but but Greg Zerline's the type of guy you would keep for that. Now look at it this way too. So my matchup last week, right? And this has to do with the kicker being in play. My matchup last week, right? I was going against John Riley, and I, I was up like uh, seventeen points, something like that, right? Right. So I was up like yeah. seventeen points, and he had Todd Gurley. Now I had Greg Zerline. But let's just say, for argument's sake, if I didn't, I saw him on the waiver wire and I picked up Todd, like you know, like Todd Gurley, something like that. Or let's say, like you're going against DeAndre Hopkins and you pick up Fairbear because for any points that Hopkins will score, it takes away a little bit of that because then it adds a point to me. Yeah. So anytime Todd Gurley scored a touchdown, it still gave instead of him having like six points to that touchdown, he technically only got five points. Because one of those, because I added on a point to my team, and he yeah. was going against. So that's a strategy in it. No, that is a strategy. Yeah. Defenses are definitely a strategy. Like, look, you said the Falcons was a good play, and they were. They were a great play last week. They were a really great play, and yeah. Johnny played him against me last week. Now his whole team, in general, you know, was like it was like my situation. His whole team didn't do Gronk didn't do good. Lamar no. Miller ended up getting hurt. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, um, you know, uh, well, somebody else did bad on his team. I forgot, but but whatever. Like his team just didn't do good overall. And um, oh, Ben Roethlisberger didn't do good. So it was just like, for his defense kept him alive. You know what I mean? One time the Broncos scored like 32 points. Like, defense is part of the game. And streaming them and, and looking for matchups, that's a real legitimate, like, stat and skill to, yeah. like, look into. But that's defense. At least, uh, I think you could properly gauge with defense a little bit more than, uh, and calculate than with kickers. I, I just, I, I just think that. Kicker has definitely been a factor in the games. Has been a huge part of the games. I really do. Now, let me not say huge, but definitely a significant part of the game. Where it, there's no reason it should be taken out. It, it's still part of the game. And then, like in my league, I have that if you miss a field goal, it takes away points. Yeah, depending on the yardage that you're, you're kicking it from. If you're if you miss a field goal, yeah, you lose a point. Yeah, but if you if you have a kicker too, like when we we lost uh, this year the Giants, we lost to um, to the Panthers. Graham, uh, Graham Gano, Gano yeah. he kicked like a 60-yarder, yeah. and that gives you like five points. Uh, five or six points. Whatever it is, how yeah. You, how, you, how, how, you, how your how league is set up, set yeah. Up. But if if you have it set up and your kicker's going to kick like a 60-yarder, a yar, you're like, oh, my God, yo, if he makes this, I win. If he makes this, I win. If he makes this, I win. That's exciting. I could do with or without. I I I, I, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to do it with. I don't, but see, but did you not give me any reasons why you're not? I'm giving you tons of reasons. Why it's good to have the kicker in. Why it makes it more exciting. Why it makes it a bigger play. Why it makes it more significant. Why it makes it harder. You're just telling me, oh, because, you know, kickers, you could just stream. Yeah, that's not legit. But that's not like I'm saying. But like, you're, you're not like building your case enough of why you could do without it. I'm giving tons right, of reasons why you could do with you, it. You won. All right. You know? Let's move on. It's, that's it. Keep the kickers. That's it. Tell ESPN, Yahoo. It might be just an option that, uh, the commissioner could, uh, you know, add or edit in the future. That's probably what they're going to do. And then, you know, we'll see where it trends. You suck to debate with. <laughs> I'm not a good debater. Sorry about that. 
I'm, um, a, I'm a good hugger. You, you want a hug? No, nah, get away from oh. me. So, um, but no, but like I said, I, I don't, I don't think taking away the kicker is a, is a good point at all. I don't, I really don't. I don't see it. I think it's still a big part of the game. Like I said, I kept Greg a brush spot for Greg Zerline. It's worked out for me. It worked out, yeah. So it's it's it, it, he's one of those rare kickers that you know you spend because obviously you know you don't spend a kicker until your last two picks for for on the draft. I think I spent like. A, I don't know. I, I forgot where I got him drafted, but I spent more or less like a 10th round pick for him or something like that or, or 11th round pick because my whole team was already all built up. That Instead of getting a flyer on a, on a bench guy, I took a kicker on who was going to give me a good amount of points. So that's how it ended up working out for me. Anyways. What? This won't last. When did Zerline come back to play? You remember? I, I don't remember. No. You, uh, I, I, I from week remember. 8 to week 15, he is ranked number three as a kicker. He came back week 7. All right, week, all right, let me go back to week And when seven. he came back week seven, he came, he came back with 13 points. All right, hold up. In week eight, he has Yeah, so points. he's number two kicker from week uh, week seven and on. Yeah, man. That's, that's you know, give me look. Look at the points he's giving you. Well, Lutz 13, is only behind 12. by three points. Yeah, so, you know what I mean? But it's still, so it's like, it's 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 worth having him, man. I, I just really think it's worth having him. I don't think there's no reason to drop kickers. It's it's part of the game. Okay. Uh, So, yeah, so going back to talking about the uh postseason fantasy sports, right? Postseason wise. So who else is somebody that you think you recommend looking into draft? Like it's gonna go far. So you think the Seahawks are really gonna go far. So you're like all in on Russell Wilson. Um I like the Seahawks. Sometimes you have to take a little gamble because you know that's how it is sometimes. Sometimes the favorite gets upset and they get eliminated. So you uh, rather have Russell Wilson as your quarterback on your postseason and- team than Phillip Rivers. Well, Phillip Rivers is in the AFC. Now, we were talking about the NFC. No, no, no. I, just, I know, but I'm saying right. you said they were going to come out of the NFC, but if you're drafting. No, I'd rather have Phillip Rivers because I oh, see okay. them going to the Super Bowl. Like, I'm more, like, but no, but I'm more saying, confident of the Chargers. No, 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 I know. But what Bowl. I'm saying, since you think that the Chargers and the Seahawks are going to the Super Bowl, that's your pick. Would, so I'm saying, would you, if, which it, quarterback I, would you rather have? I'd rather have Rivers. Over with, Russell Wilson, even though you think Russell Wilson is also going to the Super Bowl. I just... If I have to take a chance, I'll pick Russell Wilson in the NFC. Because the thing is, Breeze is going to most likely have a bye. So you lose a game there. No, no, no. I get it. But but postseason, it doesn't matter. You're not picking an NFC team and an AFC team. You're just picking a whole team. Uh, overall, I'll pick Rivers. Okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Since you both believe that they're both going to the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. which, which quarterback would you rather have? That's what I'm saying. For the Rivers. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's what, that's, that's what I'm trying to get at. But um, I, I, definitely, I definitely like... Philip Rivers and Melvin Gordon, I think, is a great also pick. Because I don't see like the Steelers defense is pretty good and the pass defense is pretty good, but I see the Chargers beating the Steelers, right? I see the Chargers beating the Steelers. Yeah. And both the you know, the Texans have a better run defense than the Chiefs. So whatever. If he, if he, there was a feast either one of them, I just see Melvin Gordon running through either one of them. So I love Philip Rivers and Melvin Gordon definitely. For both of them to be picked up and to be having a team now, hopefully Melvin Gordon stays healthy, which I would assume he would be now come playoff time, and he's had a couple of weeks now to nurse the injury and stuff yeah. like that, which he might come back this week. But you know, I I think foreseeing anything else that happens, that even if they make the playoffs, uh, they should probably rest him a little bit too. We'll see, but uh, I like I like Melvin Gordon as well. I like Melvin Gordon. I like I like, I like and um, Philip Rivers definitely be picked up. Those are two guys that I'm definitely looking to pick up on my team when I played this year in the postseason uh, fantasy football. Um, like I said, Zeke is another good one that I like. I like Zeke. I like, I like Zeke to be picked up, but not too much because even if they beat the Seahawks, you know, then they have some the, the, everybody else. Because look, besides the Seahawks, look at all the run defense you're going to in the NFC East. Look at all the run defenses: the Vikings, the Bears, the Rams. The Saints. Yeah. Those are all tough run defense. And like I said, I think once the Cowboys, I think they will beat the Seahawks. I think they will. Once they beat the Seahawks, I don't see them going much further than that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I think Zeke's a good one, but I don't think he's like that great of a pickup to make. I really don't trust I, I don't, I don't trust the Cowboys going far. So that's the reason why I won't pick the Ezekiel Elliott in that. Nah, yeah, nah. I don't, I don't trust It depends going. on the price, you know? So if he's very, very pricey, then yeah. For sure, no. I, I definitely see a lot of like like charges like, like you know like uh, Keenan Allen's injury. You know, it, it, he's, he's injured. Yeah, you could get Mike Williams for cheap. So, well, you know, well, you, you know, I mean, you know, you pick it up. It's in, in postseason, you just pick up whoever you want. It doesn't cost a point. It's, I think it's with price. You have like a salary base. Some of them may cap. may may have that. I don't think everybody does. Some of them may be placed like that. From what I know, like like a lot of them don't have that. You just pick 
whoever you want. All right. No, you know? I play. I play where it's like a salary cap. Okay. Similar to like FanDuel, DraftKings, where you just have to pick gotcha. players that you want. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and then you know, uh, and as far as like tight ends go, because if you look throughout the whole league, like tight ends, as far as they go, they're not. None of these are really going to give you any points except for Travis Kelsey. Kelsey, that's the only one I'll go for. But would, but does the thing? Would if if you do do Kelsey this, one good Kelsey game will accumulate to any other tight end. <laughs> It really will. For like, for like the rest three, of the postseason. Yeah, for the rest yeah, of the postseason. Post so season. it doesn't matter. I'd rather just go with Kelsey. Because he could give you 30 points, and that's probably all you need in the tight end uh, position. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Gronk may be worth a pickup, but if, you, if you're doing a salary cap thing, I really wouldn't spend it on anybody else besides Honest. And I don't even know if you have a salary cap thing, why would you want to spend that much money even on Kelsey? You could spend, like, more money to spread it out, like, with the Michael Thomas you know what I mean? And like, uh, you know, say a Chris Carson and a Michael Thomas would probably cost you what Kelsey might cost you. Yeah. So you spread that, you spread out that money a little bit, and then you could end up picking somebody like Trey Burden or Kyle Rudolph. You know what I mean? Just uh, whatever. Hey, at least Trey Burns got a touchdown this even, past week. So. Or even uh, yeah. Benjamin Watson. Screw it. And it just like roll with that, you know? <laughs> Oof. That's you don't, ugly. Look, ha- that's you don't, ugly. Look, you don't ugly. look happy about that, don't you? <laughs> Benjamin Watson? Yeah, that's kind of ugly right there. Well, look at the tight ends in here. Who else? Yeah, what are the name tight ends you're going to look at? <laughs> Do you know where the tight ends? I, I I can't even. I mean, Vance McDonald, maybe? Maybe? I well, you, I don't see the Steelers going far. So. I don't either. Mark Edge, I don't see the Ravens going far either. So it'll be Travis Kelsey. <laughs> I would love to see the Chargers and the Saints playing the Super Bowl, though. Like I said before, and I say, oh, before. you know what? Oh, what? Hunter Harry. He's back at practice. Is he really? Yes. I was like, wait, he's dead. I was gonna no, say, no. I was like, wait, he's uh, dead. Stephen A. brought him back. <laughs> Stephen A. brought him back to life. <laughs> yes. Hunter Henry. Yeah, you can look it up. But Hunter Henry, right. Hunter Henry is a good sleeper pick. Trust me. All right, there. Yeah, Hunter Henry returns he's to practice up. for the first time. Yeah, that's a great pick right there. That may be. Imagine he comes back and then the Chargers do so much worse with him. No, no way. Say, just imagine. No, no way. That'd be he's, funny. He's good. He's a good. He's a good tight end. That's the guy I'll pick. That's the guy you pick up. Yeah. So, what about this week's waiver wire for the finals and people well, that are getting going it, for third place? Well, to, the biggest one I would say off the bat, talking about the waiver wire, waiver wire worthy. The biggest one that I would talk about, not for nothing, is Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams is a big, big. Big pickup, I would say, for this week. Uh, they are going against the Jets next week. The Jets do get run on. They do not have a strong run defense. And uh, like I said, Aaron Jones, ugh. So what it says is that he might have had, like, a torn ACL, which yeah. which would happen with him in Chicago, and it kept him out for, like, uh, two weeks. So, he, you know, right now with them being out of the season, you know, it's not like a season. You know, it's, you know if it was regular season, be out for a couple of games. Yeah. But he's going to be out for the rest of the season. You know, he's done for the season. And, he's done. Uh, and they're done. So, Jamal Williams is going to be, like, the guy is going to really take over for them. You know, Ty Montgomery's already gone, you know. And the fullback, uh, Danny Vitell, is going to help a little bit but for the Packers, but he's not going to be waiver wire worthy. No, but no That's way. why Jamal Williams is going to be the pickup of the week, I think, in the big one. Hopefully that I get him. I'm hoping I get him. But he's going to be the very big pickup of the week. Uh... Yeah, so that's one because I lost Aaron Jones. So I'm hoping to get Jamal Williams, and I'm going to have to trust him in my championship game. But it's a good matchup against the Jets. That's the thing. What if you don't pick up Jamal Williams? Then I'm going to look at Kalen Balaj. It's another guy that I'm looking at. You don't think it's a mirage? <laughs> <laughs> like my rhyming skills? Did, 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 you, did you think about that for a while? Did you, were you like, wait, should I go there? Should I go there? And are you happy you went there? Yes. Okay, as long as you're happy, doggy. I'm excited. You, just, you see me smiling I, right now? Yeah, no, you're turning red. Yes. Do- Doggy, I will never hit you, so knock yourself out. All right? Um, but Frank Gore, he did suffer uh, left ankle injuries on the IR. He's done. And uh, and also, K- Kenyon Drake was hurt for a bit, too. Now, they said that him being hurt had nothing to do with the fact of why they kept him out for most of the second half. And a lot of his yards last last week for Kalen Balaj came off a big 75-yard touchdown. I get it. But, you know... If Gore sits out and Drake also gets a limited role because of his injury and because he was limited last week, Kalen Balaj is going to have a real big matchup coming up this week. Drake only had one rush versus the Vikings. Yeah. So it's like that's, it's, that's scary. I yeah. know a lot of people that got eliminated because they probably started Drake. Right. Yeah, no, they did, but I'm sure they have, you know, and oh, I, I recommended it to Andy to play him. 
Yeah. Andy texted me. It was funny. Andy was like, I, I told him Gus Edwards. It's funny. He told me, he's like, should I play Gus Edwards or Kenyon Drake? I told him Drake. He goes, Gus Edwards. Got it. Cool. <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> he went with Drake, though. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's exactly what he told me, though. Anyways, but but I get it, though. This is the thing that even though I'm looking for him because I'm thinking he's going to get more of the opportunity, but it's a tough matchup. They're going against the Jaguars. Yeah. That's it's tough. not a pretty matchup at all. Yeah, but, you know, at this time, you know, who's out there in the waiver wire? And um, now that uh, Lamar Miller is nicked up, mm-hmm. who do you think it will be the guy? Uh, Alfred, Alfred Blue? Alfred Blue is going to get the majority, I feel. But Dante Foreman could definitely take it. And if Dante Foreman shows that he has the ability to do it and he breaks off a couple of plays here and there, they might just keep feeding him the hot hand. Yeah, I I, I recommend Dante uh, Foreman in daily. I don't know about the finals. Now, Too risky. But about the finals, yeah. Well, this week's final, so you know if you're gonna start Dante Foreman, you have a set of, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, set of stones. Yeah, set of stones. So. Uh, I don't know how you get your pants on in the morning with stones like that. Um, <laughs> now, now Houston did not clinch yet their playoff spot, but right yeah. now they have a bye week in the first round. Now they not right now as it goes being ten and four, they have the bye, yeah. so they're gonna want to win this game. Yeah. You know, to, to clinch on everything, but um. I think Alfred Blue's going to get more of the touches than Foreman, like I said. The only thing is that he was ineffective last week. He uh, he was uh, he rushed for point seven yards per carry. Yeah, he was in a yeah. That, that's you know, but he's never been all that great, you know. And uh, who do you play next week, anyways? You know, I'll tell you right now. Uh, but anyways, what other waiver wire pick do you look at? While while I'm looking this up, well, Robbie Anderson, that was your uh, pick last week. Yeah, I guess you know he's been getting. Oh, they're going against the Eagles, so it's a good matchup for the Texans, by the way. Uh, yeah, and going against the Green Bay Packers, who's not a bad, you know, not a great defense. You know what I mean? Robbie Anderson is definitely a pick you definitely want to look at because he's been getting a lot of targets in the past games. He killed last week, so he's definitely worthy of like a flex play if you want to pick him up. Um, another guy too that's worthy of it, not for nothing. Also, uh, John Ross. If he's still out there, Tyler Boyd got hurt. They said he might play this week still, but, you know, he's already clipped a thousand yards last week, what it was. But with him being hurt, the Bengals being out, I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't shut him down. I'd rather pick up Robert Foster of the Bills. Robert Foster of the Bills yeah. going against the Patriots, though? Yeah. Uh, the last five games, he had over 90 yards, and three out of the five, or two out of the five, he had over 100 yards. And he's a touchdown threat, so. He could give you a good 15 points. Yeah. It's something to definitely look at, too. Um, now, uh, Marcus Murphy somebody that you want to look at, too. But the thing is, he did get hurt in the second quarter last week. He left on an arm injury. He didn't return back to the game. And he was replaced. And it was funny because I was talking to Moodoo last week. And he was like, yeah, I picked up Marcus Murphy. I'm going to play him. I was like, yo, he's going to split with the other guy. And then he says, like, who's the other guy? McCoy and Ivory are both out. And I was like, but undrafted rookie, Keith Ford. Now, he didn't do all that great. He only ran the ball 14 times for 46 yards, right? But um, it's not that bad. It's not that bad, but yeah. it's not that great either. You know, but the thing is, you still really want to trust an undrafted rookie in your championship week. But I'm saying if you're that at, at New England, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, if you're that desperate, though, I'm saying the opportunity will be there for him, especially if Marcus Murphy does stay hurt. If Marcus Murphy, Kiss Ivy, LaShawn McCoy all stay hurt, the opportunity will be there for him. So okay. what are your thoughts on Tyrell Williams? If uh, Keenan Allen cannot play I, next yeah, week, yeah, def, 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 definitely a pickup. Definitely a pickup, nonetheless, to to see if he's uh for for Tyrell Williams. I definitely see him be, being worthy to add on to. Although that. they played the Ravens, I didn't say a play. I said yeah, a pickup. A pickup. Okay, I would say a pickup. Like I said, this is, it really comes down to who got hurt for you last week, and yeah. and, and how bad. Which it is, is plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, but even if let's say like you know like 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 Ryan, I'm going against like his flex was Jalen Samuels, so he might he look good. Who did good, you know, but now James Conner could come back next week. So Samuels might not even be a factor anymore. So he might have to look to pick up somebody else. To, yeah, there'll be some regression. But he has Mike Williams. Williams so Samuels. if Keenan Allen's out, he'll probably more likely play Mike Williams. Yeah, he pff, yeah, he, he did great. <laughs> he did great last week, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but these are all On people's um, bench for the most part. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my boy Moodoo played him. Yeah? Ooh, what a big – that's that's a good start. He ended, up, good he ended up losing, though, because it ended up getting canceled out by uh, – the other Williams from uh, Kent City who killed last week, Damian Williams. No, it wasn't Damian, right? It was two. There's two D Williams on it. There's Darrell Williams and Damian Williams. It was Damian. Who did? Right, so Damian yeah. Williams. I don't. I always forget. I get a little confused about that. But yeah, so uh, that, that kind of canceled each other off because of that stuff. 
right, so, cool. Uh, but yeah, those are the wave wire picks for the last week for the championship week. What about tight ends? <laughs> Go ahead. Tell what? me. What about tight ends? No, huh? no. Just just pick anybody up. <laughs> Just start whoever you started last week. Well, there no tight go. ends really got hurt last week. No. So, I mean, if you made this far in the playoffs, you're going no, with the you, tight end you have. You, if you're a tight end, Ian Thomas, you're going with Ian Thomas. Even though yeah. he didn't do good, that's the tight end you're going with. You know what I mean? But uh, it's it's not so much that the waiver wire is super thin. It's just that these are like – I, but definitely Kalen Balage, and I think the biggest one is going to be Jamal Williams. You know, Jamal Williams is going to be the biggest waiver wire pick, I think, of the week. All right. That, that's uh, if I have to pick one, it will be Robert Foster. Robert Foster would be your pickup? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. It would definitely be, for me, 100%. It's, it, I'm, I'm, no, it, for sure, Jamal Williams, without a doubt. No, nah, I'm saying it's also. But if he's not picked up, I'm just picking another player that, you, you know, you already, that, you know, you didn't mention yet. So, yeah. I'll say Robert Foster I'm saying this as with, a flex. I'm so. saying this with confidence, too, for the fact that I um, – if, of course, if Robbie Anderson's out there, I'll pick him. I'll pick him up too. So Robert Foster will be my third pick. First will be Jamal Williams, Robbie Anderson, and then Robert Foster. Yeah, Robbie, Jamal Williams, Robbie Anderson, Kalen Balaj, then Foster. Okay, that that's that's how much it would go for me. It's just you know, like I said, it's trusted. It's tough to trust Foster in a championship week. All right. Uh, that's most of the talk that we have got football of the week so far. So now, because we are bridging into basketball, and we are going to talk more about basketball going forward. And you're going to be with us when part of basketball, right, doggy? Yeah, man, I'm here. If you want to. You don't have to be if you don't want to. You're not forced here. You're not All here right. against your will. I'm walking out right now. You're out of here? Yeah. Right, thank God. <laughs> no, it's like, uh, uh, but so... Those, you know, that's the advice we could give you as far as uh, the postseason. You know, we had a lot to talk about. We talked about the postseason for fantasy football playoffs. We talked about the kicker situation. We talked about the waiver wire pickups. You know, we talked about our situation right now. Let's break it off a little bit. We're going you know, to end the show in a couple of more minutes. Let's break it off a little bit and talk a little bit more about basketball. Did you see the five steps uh, three pointer that uh, no. I don't James know. Harden? No. Wait, shot, wait, last year? Fouled. No, last night. Oh, no, he did not. And then they called the foul Ricky Rubio? No. So he yeah. took five steps and Yeah, you know how he does his little back step three. Yeah. So he took five steps this time. Five. And and <laughs> and they called the foul on Ricky Rubio on that play. Meanwhile, he traveled. Well, you know, they, you always see those it things. Was, it was a good game. Especially so. with Shaq and the Fool. You see a lot of those like crazy travels that people like they and It's, it's just, amazing how many like how many of these guys travel now? And like, yeah, and then how many? How much time? Because you know what the thing is, like a travel could almost be called on every play in the NBA, almost. Yeah. But there's so many bladed ones that these referees just miss. Now you just think that they're so used to seeing travels here and there that they just don't see these bladed ones, like these obvious ones they don't see. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. Yeah, it it show it it it, it shows a bad example for kids, right? They're seeing the way these these ball players, these pros are playing, and they see these guys. Oh, it's okay to travel or carry the ball, you or, know. Or yeah, like that Euro set that they can't perfect. You know, and, and then and then you try and teach your, you know, your, your coach. So you could probably relate with this. You try and teach them the fundamentals, and then it's kind of hard sometimes because of what they see on TV and these pros doing. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you though. So Stephen A. Smith the other week talked about. The duos. Okay. And did you see that when he talked about that on on uh on first take? Yeah. Because you know he I, says I he it. says he said off the bat first of all is he says he says it's uh Jordan and Pippen, Magic and Kareem, Shaq and Kobe, and then of course in his Stephen A goes like and yo, we might have to give that fourth nod to Kevin Durant and Steph Curry. <laughs> we just might have to go and do that. <laughs> That's how he talked. You ever see him on Saturday Night Live, that, that joke they made about Stephen A. Smith? Uh, there's plenty. Oh, no, but the Saturday Night Live one was hilarious. The guy's like, like, he's like, this is like when Mario Chalmers was on, like, the Heat back then when the Heat were good. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. And I know Mario Chalmers. I personally know Mario Chalmers. He is my son's father. He's like, <laughs> he's like yeah, yeah, I personally hysterical. know Mario Chalmers. He is my son's father. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, hysterical. Now, now he, his top five is Jordan and Pippen, Magic and Kareem, Shaq and Kobe, KD and Steph, LeBron and Wade. Uh huh. What adjustments would you make there for your best duos of all time? 
You see, uh, I know we spoke about this uh, last week. A little week, bit. A little bit. And it's unfair for me to say all time because there has been duels that I never watched personally. You okay. know, So I can only go by what others say. So, like, I know I, we were trying to discuss you saying all time. So, for me, it's unfair for me to put somebody like, well, to me, I think well, Mike, Michael, is, jo- Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, to me, are number one. Well, we got time. to see them. Yeah, we got to see them. Though. Yeah. And I mean, granted, my, we were younger, but. You know, we if we them. talk to old heads, you know, the OGs, they're like, nah, nah, you never Just seen. Just like Bird and McHale. Yeah, Bird and McHale, or you got, uh, you got Magic Johnson and Kareem, you know, and then you could go even more back. But, uh. To me, it's Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, for number sure. One. And, you know, for the OGs, they'll say Kareem and Magic Johnson, number two. They wouldn't and, be, wouldn't, and, you can't say they're wrong, either. And I cannot debate that. Like, I am I can't tell them no. Like, I'm going to put Kobe and Shaquille over them. I cannot do that. I mean, y- you can't to an extent. I mean, it's a very honest way of looking about it, and it's a very, like, mature way. And, and I get it, because there's a lot of – because I've heard arguments before from people saying, like, yo, you know – you know, if you never really seen Jordan playing growing up, you can't say anything about that. He is not the best. Because, of course, people off the bat are going to say LeBron James is better than Jordan, like a younger generation that hasn't seen Jordan play. Yeah, and there's gen- yeah, there's people, kids now, that they're like, I don't, you know, they've never seen they, uh, Jordan and Pippen. They, they, they'll think it's Wade and LeBron, most likely. Right, right, right. No, no, no. I, I understand to an extent, but if you're a basketball enthusiast and you love this, the game and if you love yeah. the sports and you follow the sports – you know, nowadays also with the internet, and I'm not saying, don't get me wrong, of course, it's like when anybody else who plays basketball knows more basketball, right? But it's like this way, it's like it's like if you're a cop and a guy has 25 years on the force, yeah, they obviously will know more than a guy, a rookie, right? Of course. But a rookie could probably see something that a guy who's been on for 25 years may overlook. That's not impossible either. No, because they have like a, a set of fresh eyes. So right, just, exactly. You know. So, you know, it, it's, it's it, just because you didn't, and I get it. Living there gives you a lot more of a better of opinion. But, you know, you could also build your own opinion from, you know, reading up about it, seeing the stats, yeah. watching the games yourself. You know, like, you know, you could see a lot of highlights. And you could see, like, because if you see some of the things that Magic Johnson did, like the way he made his passes or the way he was just so on point and without look. Even Pete Maravich, too. We didn't get to see Pete Maravich. But you see him dribble the ball, spin his hand around the ball, and then smack it to one way to go to somebody else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this is like now. Now, granted, this is a fancy stuff to see, but you could get an idea of what a pure passer would look like more by watching stuff like that, as opposed to saying, uh, you know, somebody like Steph Curry or you know being a pure passer or like or Rajon Rondo in his prime. Like you know, you could see differences in it, especially yeah. if you love the game enough. So I understand what you're saying. You're not wrong, but you you know you love the game enough that you can make your own debate and your own case because like I never got to see Oscar Robinson play. But reading what I read up about him and seeing what I see up about him, like you could obviously say that Oscar Robinson is one of the greatest point guards of all time. Facts. Yeah, and I can still say that. I didn't see him play, but I can still say that. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or I, or, I, or I, Bill Russell with uh, Bob Cousy. Right. Exactly. Bill Russell. Exactly. Bill Russell. Bob Cousy. One guy that I would have one duo that I would def two duos that I would definitely have in my top five, and I know you like one of them too. Definitely is Stockton and Malone. Yeah. Now we got to see them. Yeah, we got to see them. I know they didn't win a ring, but yeah, yeah that, I get it. You want to put that with rings, but like I always said, for Stockton low- is very underrated point guard. Like, oh yeah, because no, well, underrated that people don't really talk as mu- uh, much I, okay. about him. He, yeah, you know? doesn't he have the, the steal record for steals? I think he does. Yeah, if so. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he is like he's not like talk because he's not like the you know flashing you know flashing the pan because it's kind of like Tim Duncan to me is the greatest power forward of all time. Yeah, I was Mr. on Mr. Fundamental. Shout out again to once once again to the to uh to Will and Sean T from On the Board Sports here that also recorded got the podcast studios. I was on their uh, show um last week. Shout out to them, and we talked about it too. That if we were going to build our starting five, I always and I said this my entire life, and I and I'll keep saying this: if I wanted to build the best team ever, not even just starting five, just the best team ever, the number one pick person that I would have on my team is Tim Duncan. I would pick Tim Duncan over any other player to start building my team around. All right. Is this like a 12-team league? <laughs> Five-team, three-team? Like, uh, how many people? It depends. No, no. But you know what I mean? Just in, in general, like, if you want to build, like, your best – that's funny. If you want to build, like, your best, like, five or whatever or your best NBA team ever, yeah, I would build my team around Tim Duncan. 
I, I see where you get in there. You know, you can't take anything away from Tim Duncan. You know, I think he's the greatest power forward. And going into that, before you can say more, going into that, like, that's so hard. You got Jordan. <laughs> I would pick right Tim there. Duncan to start my team around. Oh man! And going into that, another one of my favorite duos of all time, and I think one of the top, definitely added to the top five duos, is Tim Duncan and David Robinson. Okay, the Twin Towers. The Twin Towers. I definitely think that that's a that's a, that's got to be in the top five duos of all time. Yeah, they had a good run. Uh, one that I wish I seen play is uh, Julius Irving and Moses Malone. Yeah, together. Yeah, I wish I would have seen uh, Bernard King and Phil Jackson. Ooh, <laughs> Bernard King, <laughs> Phil Jackson, uh, Walt uh, Frazier. Walt, no, nah, I would. Yeah, Walt Frazier, Willis Reed. That would have been Willis nice to see Reed. those Knicks play back in the seventies. Yeah, that's imagine if we saw that. We won't be complaining right now. Nah, man, that would. Well, maybe <laughs> maybe we'll a little still, bit more numbing. You know, yeah, we we still <laughs> at least we still get to see Walt the way he is now. He's moving and grooving and posting and toasting and <laughs> wheeling and dealing and hacking and whacking. Hacking and whacking. Did you ever eat at his restaurant? No. Yo, not. it's surprisingly really good, the food, man. It's good? Yeah, man. My wife took me there last year for my birthday, man. It, it was The food was better than I expected it to be, man. Uh, uh, I'm curious. The name of the, the menus of the... Oh, the uh, drinks. The drinks. The is, drinks is are literally that. Yeah? Posting and toasting. Uh, Posting and toasting? Yeah. <laughs> there uh, you go. You know, wheeling and dealing, moving and grooving. That's hilarious. Those, those are the name of the drinks on his menu. And he has the basket- I love it. And he has the basketball court there, too. Yeah, I heard about like it. Like a little small basketball court. You go shoot inside a... That's shoot shoot cool. inside the restaurant. Yeah, no, no. It's a nice place. It's, it's really cool. The food is actually really good. It's pretty big, too. It's not far from the garden, either. So you can, like, walk to the garden from there. It's on 10th Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, any other duos that you want to mention? Well, LeBron James and Dwayne uh, Wade. Ugh. Kevin Durant and Stephen Curry. I Listen, I get it because they won the race, and I get it that KD is more the star. And he, well, obviously, 100%. He's a superstar. It's tough because all of them are good players. I would honestly, <laughs> if I had to give the best duo of that Golden State Warrior ever, era, I would have to say it would have to be Steph and Clay. Splash no. Brothers. Because they've been there before KD. How many rings they won without KD? One or two, right? Two. 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 Yeah. So they won four already? Yeah. Two two. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I think you're bugging. I think KD. I mean, how many how many rings does Kevin Durant have? Only one, right? No, he has two. Two. He has two. Yeah. He won the you know the Finals MVP twice. Yeah, but that but that's no. It's because they they won the they won the first year. They lost to Cleveland. The second year, I'm looking. And yeah, they 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 only won one man. One and then two with uh with KD. I'm looking this up right now. Go ahead. I'm looking this up right now. And you're right. The only one. Yeah. The yeah. only one. The only one. Three. Yeah, because they lost against LeBron the second time. My point I was making is that yeah. they've been a, they were a superstar team before Kevin Durant was there. But they only won one, and with KD they won two. But this is the thing. I always and KD won uh MVP on both. I, of them. I understand that championships mean a lot. I understand that a lot, and they really, really do mean a lot. But I also don't look at championships way too much. I don't look at them too much, because like I said. Carl Malone is the second all-time leading scorer in the NBA. One of the greatest power forwards also of all time. Charles yeah. Barkley is one of the greatest power forwards also of all time. None of them won a chip because of Jordan. Yeah. You know what I mean? Patrick Ewing, arguably one of the greatest centers of all time. Never won a chip because of Jordan. A lot of people didn't win chips. You were talking about John Stockton. A lot of people didn't win chips because of Jordan. And I always say this. If we're going to talk about just chips, if just championships are going to be our only like platform or level of basis or, or argument, for, yeah. you know, base for argument, then Robert Horry is the greatest player of our generation. Oh, come on, man. I'm just saying, you want to talk about chips, right? Uh, man. But you want to talk about just chips, right? I'm saying, right, but you're getting literal with that. Now, but so. no, but people people do that. People take account to that. They take it, be like, oh, but he has more rings than this guy, and he has more rings than this duo has. And I get it. I understand that. And it's right, so a legit those, point. Those rings that Robert Horry got, how how did he impact? And you know those those no championships, three pointers for the Spurs, man, in the corner yeah. threes. I know, but did he win Finals MVP? No, no, he didn't. Did Kobe win Finals MVP when he was playing with Shaq? Shaq won him. Yeah, but they, but people didn't. But people were still saying that Kobe was this and that and third. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. These look, a lot of these look, and, and I mean, um, well, we're he, talking about duels here, right? And Iguodala yeah. won the the Finals MVP, and yeah, exactly. Which of, which diminishes your point of Clay and Stephen Curry. No, but but I'm saying, but Ste- but Clay and Steph were the main guys for the team. Now Iguodala was the main guy for that series. When you win Finals MVP, it's who did the best in that series in the in the finals. Yeah, and it, but and look at KD. KD the thing won, is, KD won 
back-to-back Finals MVP. All I'm saying is, as that much as you're and, I'm, and LeBron went to the all, Lakers. All I'm that. saying is, is that your 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 arguments are good. Yeah, but I don't think that the whole base of the argument because I don't look at it as importantly because of that championships because you could still be a one of the you know great great player and not have a chip. A chip, I don't think the you know to a lot of people, and I'm sure to the players themselves, it defines them, and I and I understand that. Yeah, I just I just don't look at it like that. You know what I mean? Like so stuff like that. Anyways, uh, that's about all the time that we have here for today's episode. So we're going to be signing off once again, party people. If you are in the the championship round and this is your last week, congratulations. We want you to do well. If you have any questions, hit us up anytime. You can hit us up anytime you want. At BB Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter at Podcast BB. Hit me up on my Instagram, Flex Hitlist, F L X Hitlist. Or you can up on Marchetti at Marchetti, M A R Q U E T T I. All right, good luck, guys. Once again, party people, good luck. Follow us on our social media platforms. Hit us up any single time you want. Rate us, rate us, rate us, rate us, rate us. Review us, review us, review us, review us. Party people, championship week. Here it comes, party people. Let's go. Success, nothing less. Boom. Peace. <laughs>